millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So this is our alpha base station. Okay. And this is what enables a long-range, low-power communication. So Sensoro is a IoT solution provider. And what that means is that we have everything from sensors to gateway. So we started three years ago as, as a beacon, uh, an enterprise-level solution provider for beacons. Yeah. Uh, and so we're in the retail space. We deployed over 350,000 beacons. 350,000 beacons. Okay. And we have customers in 75 countries. Right. So, and some of our customers are, are huge, so Microsoft, Google, Facebook. By running at a lower spectrum, unlike Bluetooth, which bounces off everything, this is very high frequency, this stuff actually goes through solid objects, buildings, and you actually have a decent amount of penetration to within reason. That's right. So it's using a, a longer wavelength, longer radio wavelength, yeah. uh, and that, that allows the signal to get over hills, around beds, and much easier. We've done testing in the city of Beijing. Uh, in conjunction with manhole application, uh, and even in environments like that, you have about a two-mile range. You're listening to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Beaker System with Steve Statler. Hey, welcome to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Beaker System. We are in San Diego um, at the Industry of Things conference, uh, and we're going to be talking to Sensoro. Uh, about what they're doing here, um, and uh, I am going to be uh, flipping this over so we can talk to Stephen Weinart. Um, Stephen, thanks very much for, uh, for talking with us. Absolutely, it's a pleasure. So what's your role at Sensora? So I head sales and product development uh, in our global office in Seattle, Washington. All right, okay. Uh, but you guys have a lot of people in China, right? I generally think of Sensora. I mean, you've raised money from Microsoft. Um, Absolutely. Actually, we started three years ago as part of the Microsoft Accelerator in Beijing. Uh, we've, we've grown from there, so we have actually two other offices in, in China. Uh, Shenzhen uh, is one in Shanghai. Uh, and we've transitioned over to the Microsoft Accelerator in Seattle, Washington. So we're operating out of their building. Very cool. And how many people in the company? Uh, uh, 85 and growing. All right. That is pretty substantial in ecosystem terms. Uh, so we've got a lot to talk about in a very short period of time. You're doing some very cool, unusual stuff. Um, I spoke to your CEO a year ago when we were writing the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Beaker System. He told me that you were going to have this wide, long-range radio that you're going to use for beacon management. I didn't believe him, but right. you've, you've got it. Here it you're, is. you're actually doing it. So what are we looking at here? 
Tell so us what this thing is. So this is our alpha base station. Okay. And this is what enables a long-range, low-power communication. So Sensoro is a IoT solution provider. And what that means is that we have everything from sensors to gateway. All right. So this is the, this is a gateway, essentially. Gateway. And you've got sensors here which can talk to the gateway over... Quite long distance. Quite a long distance. How, so, how, what sort of distance are we talking about? So, line of sight, six miles. Six miles, so six okay. Miles. So, about 110, 110 square mile coverage. So, these babies have got Bluetooth, uh, the Bluetooth beacon. That's and, right. So, And what is the name of this radio technology that you're using? So, all these technologies are part of what we call the Alpha Suite. Mm -hmm. So, this is our Alpha, the base station is the Alpha base station. All right. And we have the Alpha Node 4A, which is one of production devices. Okay. And this measures temperature, humidity, and light. Right. And as you mentioned before, it also incorporates a Bluetooth beacon. Okay. So it's not only getting data from your physical environment, you can use it as a remotely manageable beacon as well. And can this manage other Bluetooth beacons? Because you've got Bluetooth beacons that are not Alpha enabled, like these guys, presumably. These are, yeah, these I've are, got a bunch of these, and they're beautiful. These are in jewelry shops all around China and uh, in right. um, uh, baseball games, uh, uh, sports stadiums, and that sort of thing. Um, can so, can yeah, these, these talk to these? Uh, these are standalone beacons. Okay, so, all right. So we started three years ago as, as a beacon, uh, an enterprise-level solution provider for beacons. Yep. Uh, and so we're in the retail space. We deployed over... 350,000 beacons. 350,000 beacons. Okay. And we have customers in 75 countries. Right. So, and some of our customers are, are huge. So Microsoft, Google, Facebook okay. are, are some of our current beacon customers. So I'm guessing that most of that number is in China. Is that correct? The, of the 350,000? What, what sort of proportion would you say roughly? There, uh, there's a significant portion in China yeah. because of our deployment in the in the jewelry store shop. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's spread all over. All right. Well, we'll come back to some of these examples of what you're doing. So we were talking about the components of the offering, and then this is this is um, this other component. This is a, so this this is part of the IoT platform that we yeah. provide, uh, and this is where you can view all your sensor data. Yeah. You can see the entire health of the network uh, and manage all your devices from here. Okay. And what this also allows you to do. So Sensoro provides the IoT solution, getting the data from your physical environment to your cloud. Mm -hmm. And we stay out of the data management, storage, analytics side. We make it very easy uh, to plug into whatever analytics platform you want to use. Okay. So you're not trying to provide a kind of an orchestration layer or analytics. You're basically enabling people to deploy beacons, manage beacons, and previously they'd have to run around with a phone to configure the, the beacons. And some people have opted to use Wi-Fi as the gateway, but you're using this technology, and what, what's the technical name for the technology that you're using? It's called LPWAN, so it's Low Power Wide Area Network. Okay. Uh, and that, that gives you significantly more range okay. uh, than a Wi-Fi base station would. Right. So this is, so we've got like 2.4 gigahertz, which is like Bluetooth, and, and then you've got this, what, what kind of, is the, what, what frequency is this running at, roughly? It operates in the, what's known as the ISM band. It's an unlicensed band. Uh -huh. uh, so in Europe, that's so we don't need to buy. A, we don't need to go to AT and T or Singular to buy a plan. It's free. That's right. Like like Wi-Fi, like Bluetooth, but it's just at a different frequency band. Absolutely, and that in the frequency band that is used uh, in our application is very good for signal penetration, especially through concrete, if you're in parking garages, uh, and. 
it's a it's a low power system. Yeah. So you have the ability to deploy these these devices that are battery powered right. and have them last for a very long time in the field. So what is this? So this is actually a prototype of some of our air quality sensors. Oh, so which is relevant in a lot of places, especially China. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So air quality, indoor air quality, and outdoor air quality is a, is a field that we're getting into. And that extends to smart cities right. and smart building applications as well. Let's go to somewhere a little bit quieter, make, uh, make the most of the fact that we're at the uh, Hard Rock uh, Cafe and we'll uh, see a few of the other people. We've got Accenture and Hewlett Packard and a lot of people gathered around to talk about industrial IoT. Um, really great events. Uh-huh. As everyone here is very focused with yep. the same, same types of solutions. So it's been very serial, very educational. So is anyone using this technology yet, or is it too early? No, uh, people are. We actually have use places deployed already oh. uh, for IoT. Can you describe either specifically with names or generally in oh, terms absolutely. of who's using it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of, well, one of our first use cases was in the city of Beijing. Okay. Uh, we have a uh, smart city application uh, for the government. Uh, we're measuring, we're actually monitoring manhole covers. Uh -huh. So this this is kind of maybe surprise to some of the American audience. Yeah. But uh, when it rains very heavily in Beijing during the rainy season. Streets can flood, uh -huh. and one of the solutions that regular citizens come up with is to pull up the manholes and to try and drain the street. So, very unusual, right? So, do you have these attached to manhole covers, or is it a is it a different device? It's, it's a different implementation. Okay, but it's, it's it is based on this device. Okay, and it, what it does is when a manhole cover is open, and that can cause a lot of problems: people falling in, traffic accidents. Not good. Not good. What it does is send alert to city management saying this 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 whole this cover is open. Uh, go out and fix it or replace it. So it's purely the manhole covers open, that's it? That's right. That is one particular application okay. that they want to start as a proof of concept yeah. that will continue to evolve into things like smart street lamp control, people pet tracking, uh, and a variety of other things, including air quality monitoring. So this is truly smart city infrastructure, and it's the local government that are paying for it? Absolutely. Very cool. And was that the project that drove this development? Because it's pretty, I mean, I don't know of any other beacon company that is doing what you're doing with, uh, with this technology. Oh, we've, we actually, we are still providing the beacon solutions, but we, are, we consider ourselves an IoT solution provider. Right. So, that, yeah, we're, uh, we have now encompassed that. Right. And we've brought that, that beacon, our beacon legacy with us uh -huh. to provide more functionality with our IoT devices. Okay. So here's the question, how much does it cost? Because that, that is an impressive piece of kit that you've got uh, over there. It comes in its own briefcase. It's, this is, it's got like a 3G radio in it. It's got a Bluetooth radio. It's got this uh, lower frequency radio with a frequency, I mean. That's right. So I'm gonna come back to you on the price, but basically, let's just finish off the spectrum thing. By running at a lower spectrum, unlike Bluetooth, which bounces off everything, because it's very high frequency, this stuff, actually goes through solid objects, buildings, you actually have a decent amount of penetration to within reason. That's right. So it's using a, a longer wavelength, longer radio wavelength. Yeah. Uh, and that, that allows the signal to get over hills, around beds, a lot much easier. All right. Very good. How much does it cost? That, <laughs> always a loaded question. Yeah. Thanks for springing that on me. Yeah. But, uh, so you at the, the base station that you saw that we showed you is an industrial it's an yeah. industrial application. I mean, because your regular beacons are, I don't know, they're less than $50, a lot less than $50. Right. And so, well, let's just talk about these, because that was really one of my questions was, 
okay, you're taking a very simple single radio solution and you're loading some extra hardware. This kind of is obviously going to be more expensive and it's worth it because you can manage it. But are we talking about twice the price for the beacon or, or what? About, about twice the price for the beacon. Because you've got two radios. That's right. Yeah. And you've got, in terms of battery, are there kind of trade-offs in terms of the, the battery life? Because There are. So uh, you, the user has the ability to adjust how often the, the sensor is transmitting. So how often it reports data, and that doesn't affect battery life. But, but you can get anywhere from six months to two years with four AA's. Okay, got four AA's in there. So we make them replaceable for that reason. And, okay. And we have them battery powered because it eliminates the need to set up the wired infrastructure, which can be extremely expensive. Right. And so you don't. So whilst these that impressive bit of kit in there um, uh, is is going to be a lot more expensive than conventional beacon infrastructure, with a six mile radius, you don't need many. That's that's absolutely right. Yeah. So yeah. So the base station is right around thirty five hundred. Okay. But they are IP sixty seven. Lightning proof, yeah. Mounted indoor, indoors and outdoors. I mean, the temperature range is pretty amazing. I was looking at the spec, and you can boil that thing in the, in, in a hot Chinese summer, and it's still going to work. And it's going to work in the so it's it's really industrial. Uh, yeah, that's very cool. And one of our, and in fact, one of our applications is smart agriculture. Yeah. So we're doing use cases in soil monitoring, uh, which modified version of the of the sensor you're holding here. Yeah. Um, it reports soil metrics back to the base station. That could be sitting out, outside in the, on a hot summer day. So what's a soil metric like? Uh, moisture? Like, and... uh, moisture, pH, nutrient levels. All right. Very cool. So there, and we have partners that develop those type of sensors. And there's a cloud component. Do we pay for the cloud component? component? Yes. The, cl the cloud yeah. component is, yes, there's a subscription base for that. And that varies depending on the number of months. And just a very ballpark uh, for that. It's, it's about a, a thousand a year for that. A thousand for so I'm paying thousand dollars. That does that cover thousand sensors, a hundred sensors, or uh, so that that covers quite a few. Quite a few. <laughs> okay. Well, it seems to me this seems reasonably priced. This is not uh, outrageous. No, it's it's uh, we've done a lot of research with competitors, and we're very very well positioned, so we're very competitive. Yeah. So who who are you competing with? This is not something that you're... Are you competing with uh, Contact.io and Estimote, or, or do you see the competitors as being different? They, you know, there is some... Yes, there is some competition. Yeah. Uh, and there are, there are fewer companies in the IoT space that we compete with, but there are a few. Uh, but there are not too many. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a great time to be in IoT, and we have an established product that's being deployed now. Uh, when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're continuing to learn, go to conferences like this, learn more about what companies need yeah. and what they need to monitor and become more efficient. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really guiding our, uh, our development as well. Let's just talk a bit more. I want to talk about use cases and then just a little bit on standards. Because, and, um, but start off with use cases for the alpha product. Um, um, so we had uh, manhole covers. We have agriculture. Any other examples of where this is being used today or where you think it may be used? Absolutely. We actually have a, uh, another smart city application in Manchester. Uh, so what, Manchester, Manchester, England? That's right. All right. Right. Okay. So uh, there's a organization called City Verve. And uh-huh. What they're doing is monitoring the uh, air quality in the mass transit stations, and their goal is to improve the conditions for the users of these transit stations. That's very good. So that's and, and those air quality sensors, what kind of ballpark are they? Because I know that um, you know we've got San Diego's beautiful city, but Barrio Logan, which is kind of the low, lower income area. A lot of motorways, and there's real issues with being able to measure air quality. And there's kids getting asthma and people getting sick, and right. it's too expensive for them to do a great job of monitoring that. It sounds like this might be a solution for that kind of thing. Absolutely. So, and as, as you mentioned before, our infrastructure is pretty good. So, the base station has a, a wide area of coverage. You don't need too many of them. Yeah. And I mean, it seems like one base station you cover most of downtown San Diego, six it, months. That's a, yeah, that's right. And, and it does. Uh, you do have issues with buildings, so in a very dense area, if you're putting this base station down low, you may need more. Right. But even, we've done testing in the city of Beijing, uh, in conjunction with the manhole application, uh, and even in an environment like that, you have about a two-mile range. Okay. So, it's, it, you're still quite effective at that level. And so this network, it's low frequency, low power, so conserves battery, um, and uh, but it's low speed. You're not. This is yes. not Wi-Fi. We're talking about how fast are we transmitting this data? Uh, it, it's it's slower than 56k. So okay. It's slower than your 56k modem, but it's not necessarily. Think of a dial-up connection, it, basically. So, yes, yes, and it's not. Uh, it's a different application. So you're not streaming video. Uh, what you want to do is do metrics on the environment. Right. And those sensors, uh, the data that they're pushing out, isn't very much. Okay. So it's a perfect application. And, then, all right. and although you do have that trade-off, you can't stream video, you also have the advantage that you're not using a whole lot of power. So these sensors can stay out in the field unattended for a much longer time. Okay. And so they we don't have... need to be wired. So, right. Yeah. So air quality, what about like utilities, you know, gas meters, it seems to the water meters, it seems to be the perennial industrial IoT thing. Absolutely. That is actually a use case that we are working on. Uh-huh. Um, we, have a, we have a chipset which incorporates that LPWAN technology, the long-range, low-power technology, and our BLE. Uh, and that is for third-party sensor manufacturers, uh, including gas meter or any type of meter, utility meter manufacturer. So you can use that on the LoRa or the, uh, on the LPWAN type. And so how, how long has this infrastructure been out there? I, I heard about it about a year ago. Your CEO described it. I'm like, oh, this can't be true. And it... It, it's it's clearly shipping now, but uh, how long has it been out there? And roughly, can you give me some sense of order of magnitude what the adoption has been like so far? So, uh, the chipset was uh, released, uh, the chipset that we use for LPWAN uh, was released a little over a year and a half ago. 
So we, within six months, had, had prototypes, uh, and now we are in mass production of the base station. Mm-hmm. So within a year and a half, we're mass producing the products. Right. Right. And so you're asking about adoption. Yeah. So adoption is uh, it's ramping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to see more use cases in Europe and in, in Asia. Um, and we're really uh, we're, we're here to kind of educate the public about the advantages of using systems. Uh, and specifically public, I mean, business, other businesses. And you're certified, I know it's your FCC certified, so it's not an issue with using this in the States, uh, in That's right. In Europe, you're okay? Uh, in Europe we are, uh, and we're, uh, our FCC certification actually is pending right now. Okay. When, what sort of timescales, so can you do pilots now, or do you have to wait yes. for that? No, we can do pilots, and we are. We're, we're executing use cases already. All right, that's pretty exciting. Um, so let's just bef- wrap up. Before we wrap up, I've got uh, two things. And actually, one thing, you, I don't think you've seen the podcast before, but one of the hardest questions is we ask people, what are the three tracks of music they would take to Mars with them if they're going to have to go there? You don't, don't answer that now. Kind of leave it in the background. <laughs> That's right. the hardest question. Um, so, um, but let's just talk about the beacon business, and then we'll wrap up. So th- over 300,000 beacons deployed. It's phenomenal. What are the use cases that are driving that? You've got that. Tell us the story of the jewelry um, use case, which is kind of one of the most famous ones that you guys have. So, Chow Tai Fu is a huge jewelry retailer in yeah. China. Uh, and what we did was developed a, a sensor or a beacon specifically for them that I wish I had one to show you now, but it, it looks uh, a very if high. If you hold this, I brought mine along. Excellent. You guys. But we, we, we wanted to execute a very high-end design so that we didn't, you don't have to hide the beacon. Yeah. It's beautiful. You can have it out there with jewelry. It's called the Yunzi. It is just amazing. It's one of the most beautiful beacons there are. And uh, it's kind of got a light sensor. and uh, it's light, accelerometer, uh, temperature. Okay. So we've got how many jewelry stores are we talking about? Oh, wow. Just bring that on me. I, my, my colleague worked on this. Uh, uh, I want to say... Uh, 600 to 700 to 1,000 stores. A lot of jewelry stores, they've got these beacons in. How do people use them? So it, it's for proximity marketing. Yep. So you can place it, uh, there's a variety of different jewelry manufacturers, companies. Yep. You can place them in their in the showcase. All right. Uh, and when a user walks up or a client walks up, they can interact with it by a mobile app. So in that mobile app, that beacon can push target, targeted uh, advertising to them. Coupons, uh, promotions, things like that. And what is that app that people use in that case? So in this case, it was uh, integrated with WeChat, right. which is a which is a huge social networking app, uh, mostly deployed in China. But we use it here too. All right. And uh, there's over 600 million users. So it's a that is phenomenal, amazing, isn't it? Amazing. So people talk about beacons have an issue with oh, I need an app, but if you can work with WeChat, and right. presumably you need to be a big retailer for WeChat to be interested in talking to you. Are, are, is anyone else using beacons with WeChat that you know? Not that I know of, uh, but I, I know WeChat has many partnerships. Right. It's, a, it's kind of a Swiss Army knife of, uh, of apps. Yeah. And so, what's your what's your take on the health of the beacon ecosystem? Those. Uh, one of the analytics companies that focuses on retail was saying, oh, beacons are dead, and clearly you've kind of made this big investment in in uh, sort of use cases that aren't your typical um, retail use cases um, with, right. with the alpha product. Is, is the beaker system dead? No, I don't think it is. But I, I think that 
it will it's, it's evolving yeah. into an IoT infrastructure. So I, I don't think I think it's far from dead. Uh, all of our all of our devices are beacons, yeah, uh, and that allows you to interact with them in proximity. You don't have to be in a computer, right? Uh, and I, I think that's very valuable. I agree. Very good. Well, I really appreciate it, and I'm going to hit you with the toughest question of, of the session. What are the three tracks that you would take if you could only take? Because it's a very low bandwidth connection, and you forgot to load your MP3 player, oh, and wow. you just got three tracks. Well, I instantly come to mind Hotel California. All right. I uh, grew up with that song. I agree. Take any Weezer song. Uh -huh. Definitely. Give, give me one. Oh, man. Uh, uh, sweater. All sweater song. Right. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to get this right. I know it's embarrassed that I'm hard rock champion. Oh, well. Uh, now, in the third one, I would say. Uh, uh, dire Straits, Salt is the Swing. Oh, very good. Well, terrific. Stephen, thanks very much. Impromptu, unplanned. I've been wanting to talk to you guys for ages. Uh, and uh, if you have been, thanks very much for watching the Hitchhiker's Guide from Statler Consulting. A band is blowing Dixie, double ball time. You feel all right when you hear the music ring. 